Hi, this is Terry Dismore, and you're listening to the Quiz the Diz podcast. Terry brings years of experience in consulting, management, leadership, and life. In this podcast, Terry answers questions about these topics, bringing wisdom from a kingdom perspective. Our website is quizthediz.com. Now here's the Diz. Welcome to the Quiz That Is podcast. It is so good to have you here today. You know, last time we talked a little bit about what God had shown me over a period of time and the fact that God wants to let you know what you need to know. We think sometimes he wants to withhold it from us because it would somehow be better for us. But 1 Corinthians chapter one, or chapter 2, verse 9 says this, However, as it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love him. Then Paul goes on to write, These are the things God has revealed to us by his Spirit. So it's honest and obviously a place that God wants us to be. He wants us to be in knowledge about what he has for us, who he thinks we are, and what the plans are that he has for his life. I started ending the show recently with, God has a plan for you and we're here to help you find it, and that's what I'm here for today. Well, if you'll remember, one of the things I talked about last time was uh, my buddy Bob calling me and saying, hey, uh, have you ever asked God what he thinks about you? And it was such a foreign idea to me. I'd never heard anything like that before. It was so strange to me. And I said, no, I've, I've never heard. And Bob and his brother were on the phone, and they asked me several things. And, and they said, let us tell you a couple of things that the Lord has shown us about you. Now, I do believe that when we're kind of dense in the old noggin, that uh, God will go to other people and say, hey, tell them I said this about them. And I've had people do that to me over the years, but I've almost always ignored it. Now, I have a friend, Sherry, that um, she buys me gifts. She's a good friend of mine and Renee's, and we've been friends for better than 20 years. And it got to be a humorous thing that she would buy me a DVD for Christmas, and I would never open it. Now, why would that be? It wasn't because I didn't value her friendship. I didn't value her gifts. Now, I didn't have any good reason for that. I just never would get around to it or something like that. As a matter of fact, sitting behind me right now in my office is a bag with a couple of gifts that she got me for this last Christmas that I still haven't opened. I know they're there. I haven't had a chance to use them yet. But there are other ones I've opened, and uh, quite frankly, they were delicious. <laughs> so let me tell you why I tell you that story. Is very often God has gifts for us that we don't want to use. We're afraid that we're not worthy of them, or they're not interesting to us, or they're a waste of our time of some sort. But God's like, I've got all this for you, and I want you to have it. I've got the cattle on a thousand hills. I have an abundant life for you. All things that we talked about in our last podcast, and yet I've turned them down for years. I was like, no, 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 no. I'm not, no, no, I don't, I don't need that. It's not mine. Uh, back years ago, Nay and I were so poor, we couldn't rub two nickels together, and we were out of food in the house. Uh, Nay was uh, sick for a long time, and uh, she's healed now. It's been well over 20 years, it, but she was very sick, and we had medical bills, and I wasn't making much money, and just all that stuff kind of came together where we ran out of food in the house. And uh, so we went to church that night. We were still in Indiana at the time, went to church that night. And every Wednesday night at our church, they had a meal. 
and you could come and eat the meal and it didn't cost you anything and all that kind of stuff. And we went and I thought going, we had prayed and I'm like, you know, somebody's going to provide for us tonight and it's going to be great. And, um, so we go to church, we enjoy the meal and we barely even got spoken to. Now, sometimes when you've got an attitude like that, God kind of, he didn't withdraw from you. He just like, this is what it's like when you think you have a plan. (laughs) And so we left church that night. We didn't have any, and we had something to eat that night, but we didn't, still didn't have any food. We didn't have anything on the table. And I'm like, gosh, what are we going to do? And I was angry. I was like, you know, Lord, I told you what we needed. And what did you do about it? So we get home and we park the car and we're going down the steps into our back porch and I opened the back porch door and there was so much stuff sitting in our back porch that I couldn't imagine it. There was everything from uh, plastic wrap to food to cleaning supplies to everything we needed, even toilet paper. I mean, we had the whole thing people had brought it. We still, to this day, have no idea who brought it. And I was so humbled because God said, I heard you. I just wasn't going to do it your way. Now, let me tell you why I think now he didn't do it the way I wanted him to. Because when we have an expectation, God wants to move beyond that expectation. So my expectation was, you know, somebody might hand us a little money. We'd go to the grocery and get a few cans of soup and, and some, you know, meat and vegetables and stuff like that, and we'd be okay. No, God's like, look, I'm going to fill your porch up so much. You can't even get through there. And one of those, we had one of those great big Sam's club size, uh, rolls of, uh, of, uh, plastic wrap for years. I don't mean, I, I don't know. We could have wrapped the house and it thing was huge. And you know, I just couldn't imagine the abundance that God had put in front of us. And I think he wanted to to surprise me. Even back then, it was like, oh, look, this is what God can do, and here's what you can imagine. So we go back to that verse in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. The eye hasn't seen, ear hasn't heard, and the mind has not conceived the things God has prepared, prepared for those who love him. These are the things that God has revealed to us by his Spirit, meaning that if we ask, He is faithful to show us. So as you remember, as we started the podcast just a minute ago, I mentioned the fact that my buddy Bob had called and he and his brother had told me several things. The first one was that I'm a son of God. And that's true. He said that I determined my own destiny. And I had to to question that. What did that mean? What does it mean to determine your own destiny? Well, God has determined what he wants for us in in, in his plan. He always has. He has a plan for every one of us, but we do not ask what he has planned for us. And then it's up to us to say yes to it. Now, I mentioned in the last podcast that I believe that we always hear God's voice. As believers, I really do believe that, but we don't think we do because sometimes it's in our favor and we think God doesn't want to be in our favor. And that's how I thought for a long time, which is kind of messed up if you want to know the truth, but that's the way I thought. So God's never mad at you for the way you used to think. He's not mad at you at angry with you at, at uh, what the old man thought. But when we become born again, God says that he has made us new. All the old has passed away. Not some of it. All of it has passed away and the new has come. Meaning if you're still, if you're still dwelling, dwelling on your old man, if, or woman, as the case may be, if you're still dwelling on what you used to be, 
then you're not moving into what God has for you. Now, that doesn't mean that we can't talk about good times and memories and all that kind of stuff. I think those are there many times to give us a marker to remember what God has done. But that does mean we can't dwell there. We can't pitch a tent there. We can't, you know, set up housekeeping and stay there the rest of our lives. So there are certain things that I've learned over my life that I don't want to repeat. Well, nothing wrong with remembering that I don't want to repeat those things. But to dwell there in the hurt and the harm is awful. I recently wrote a phrase and I had some folks comment on it that was this, if you live with a worldview of offense, you can never be offended enough and you can't forgive people. And and that's really true. That's where we live. I don't want to live there, but a lot of people do. A lot of Christians do. They live offended all the time because, well, they're upset that God didn't do this. Well, you don't know that he doesn't want to, but he's got to position you for these things. You can't just set where you are and not be changed. You have to, as I've discussed with you before, learn how to submit. And what does submission mean? Submission is the position of permission. You're giving someone permission to speak into your life. For instance, my pastor is Gary Cassie. I give Pastor Gary and Pastor Drenda permission to speak into my life anytime they want to. They never have to ask for permission. Do you know why? Because I trust them, and I trust that the Lord's speaking to them. Now, when they speak to me, I have to listen to it and take it into my heart and my mind. And you remember a minute ago when I said that uh, Bob had called and spoken to me, and he said, you know, that God has a, a plan for you. He knows who you are. And, and I had to give him permission to speak to me. I've given my wife permission to speak to me. Now, I know some of you guys are out there going, well, does she really need a permission? permit. No, she doesn't need a permit, but she asks for it. And there've been some things that Nay has said to me that have been very, could have been very, very hurtful, but they weren't because I knew her heart. I knew where she was coming from. So the the things that got, that Bob and his brother asked me were, and told me were that I was God's son and that I had, uh, a, God had a plan for me and, but I determined my own destiny. The third thing that they told me was that I had the heart of a pastor. And I had explained to them that I wasn't a pastor. I'd never been called that. I had asked God back when I was a teenager, is this what you want from me? I've got the talent to speak. I've got the talent to uh, explain things to people. And it was like, no, I don't want you to do that. Well, okay. Grandma wants me to. I don't care what grandma wants. Uh, no. I used to practice preaching in grandma's bedroom. I would, she would, you know, I'd be over there spending the night with her and she'd set a, set a little desk up for me and I could stand there and speak from the Bible and was doing that when I was a little kid. I love to speak. As a matter of fact, if you ever want me to speak to your group, get in touch with me. I'll give you the contact information here in just a minute or two, but there was more to it than that, more to being, having the heart of a pastor. And what being having a heart of pastor means is that I can see both sides of a situation and help to resolve it toward the kingdom side. Now, you know that I told you uh, in the last podcast, I'm going to be talking a lot about the kingdom in this, in this podcast. And what is the kingdom? It is the kingdom of God. It is a way of doing things. It's not a place. It's a way of doing things. It is the king's dominion. It is the laws and the rules and the expectations that God has for us and that he has for himself, that he has said that we, we will do and he will do for us. So those are the three things Bob and them told me. Well, the third, fourth thing that, that the Lord revealed to me after I, after I'd hung up with those guys, he started talking to me 
And I was listening because I was in a position where, first of all, I didn't have any choice. I had about a nine-hour drive home. And secondly, I was really anxious to know what are the next things. When I say anxious, I don't mean like I was worried and uptight and fretting. I was just like, Lord, I want to know what more you have. And he said, well, you're a man of wealth. I'm like, okay. Now, I've learned over my life that when you hear the Lord speak, the answer is, okay, now, I didn't have but a dollar in my pocket. I'm not kidding. I had one dollar in my pocket, and I think I had a few bucks in the in the uh, uh, debit account that I could use to get home on. That was it. Um, and my um, old question would have been this, God, do you know who you're talking to? But I did not say that. Now, I thought it for a fraction of a second. I thought, no, I'm going to demolish that stronghold because, yes, God knows exactly who he's talking to, and he wants you to know that you're a man of wealth and that you have a unique talent for money. Okay, I don't even know what that means. And honestly, I'm still learning what that means. But it does mean that that's what I say over myself. Now, let me tell you why I keep saying that thing that over myself is because as from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. From the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And if, if the abundance of my heart is, no, you don't have that much or no, you can't do this, then that's exactly right. That is exactly right. Henry Ford once said, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're pretty much right. I don't want to be the one that thinks I can't do something. Now, there are certain things that I know I can't do because I wasn't built with the physique for basketball or for that matter, football at the time. I'm big enough to be a football player now, but I played in the band and I enjoyed that. I did have that talent and that ability and I enjoyed entertaining people. I enjoyed being on stage when I was a kid. So I knew Early on, the things that I enjoyed doing was being, and one of those things was being in front of people, and another was explaining to them certain things. I love to answer questions. That's why this broadcast is called Quiz That Is. I love for people to ask me questions when I'm out somewhere and I'm able to answer it. It's one of my passions in life. It's one of the things, if I could get an audience to just ask me questions, That'd be great. Now, some of you are sitting there going, oh, I'd hate that because you have to think on your feet. And what if you're wrong? Hey, you know what? Occasionally I'm wrong and I get educated while I'm standing in front of people. That's okay. I'm not embarrassed about that. Sometimes it upsets me because I haven't listened to the Lord, but it doesn't make me mad. So when God said you're a man of wealth, I had to take it into account that he knew what he was talking about and that's what he was bringing me. Now, what's the difference between wealth and poverty? I want to talk to you about that on the next podcast because there's a vast difference between wealth and poverty, and it has absolutely 100% nothing to do with how much cash you have. Hey, thanks for listening today. Our website is quizthatis.com. You can reach me there or at 614-382-2582. That's 614-382-2582. Or write me at Terry. T-E-R-R-Y at quizthediz.com. Hey, subscribe to our podcast. Be sure to rate it on your favorite podcast app and let your friends know that you listen to us. Remember, God has a plan for you and we're here to help you find it. The Quiz The Diz podcast is produced by Prosper Leadership. Our website is quizthediz.com or you can reach us at 614-382-2582. Thanks for listening and be sure to subscribe and let your friends know about Quiz the Diz. Quiz the Diz.